What's up, wrestling fans? I'm Marcus Pierre. I'm David Joseph. And this is the No Holds Barred Podcast. Our mission statement is to provide reviews and our opinions on sports entertainment and professional wrestling as a whole. Now, on today's show, we're going to provide predictions on the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. But before we get into that, we just want to say thank you for liking us on Facebook. Thank you for following us on SoundCloud. And thank you for subscribing to us on iTunes. We thank you so much. Now, the build to the Extreme Rules pay-per-view has been tremendous thus far. Um, We have a lot of matches, a lot of first-time matches as well. Now, the first match on the card is going to be a pre-show, and that match is Dolph Ziggler is going to go one-on-one with Baron Corbin. Now, this match should not be on the pre-show at all. I don't know why they are belittling uh, Baron Corbin this way. You know, um, it's evident that he's going to be a WWE World Heavyweight Champion um, in the near future. And um, honestly, he's already beat Dolph Ziggler once already and well, twice already in uh, singles competition. So it makes no sense for him to verse him again. And honestly, Ziggler gains nothing from this. Uh, Honestly, how I see it, I see Baron Corbin just annihilating Ziggler. But it's not going to mean anything because it's a pre-show. So fans are still going to be coming inside of the building, as you know. So, um, yeah, so I give this to Baron Corbin. I agree with you. I don't. I don't think this this match deserves to be placed on the pre-show. If I if I had it my way, there'd be a certain other match that would be on this this pre-show. We'll get to that later. But I think the feud has been okay. It hasn't been great. It hasn't been spectacular. It's clearly using one of their guys to make an up-and-comer like Baron Corbin look good. Because even though Ziggler has his critics, one thing he's really good at is selling and making his opponents look dominant, especially when it's a, a bigger guy like Baron Corbin. But as you said, it's on the pre-show. People will still be filing filing in. It's it's going to be one of those like warm-up matches be, to warm up the crowd. Yeah. A, a good back and forth to warm up the crowd before the show. They might get like what, eight to ten minutes maybe? And I, I have so. Baron Corbin winning decisively. Yeah. This that, is about him. That's this is it all, really is. Yeah. Just the build for Baron Corbin, his path to destruction. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, the next match on the show is Kalisa, uh, uh, wow, Kalisto going one-on-one <laughs> against Rusev. Um, and, um, yeah, honestly, I'm going to say one thing about Kalisto. When he first got the belt from Alberto Del Rio, I was very excited um, I thought he would make um, tremendous splashes in the mid-card division um, in terms of the United States title, but he's just been boring. He's been stale. Um, he's he's uh, he's taken so many pinfalls in tag team matches. There, uh, there was a point in time where he actually got uh, hurt during a match, and Sincaro had to you know fend for himself, which was I've never seen a champion um, do that before. Or just got injured. I mean, it was a freak accident, but still. Um, yeah, just, I, I would just have Rusev just unceremoniously just take the belt off of Kalisto and just do damage to him with the accolade. Just, just end it up, end his run already. Like, Kalisto, uh, I don't, he just needs a repackaging in my opinion. Um, he comes off as Rey Mysterio light. Um, and even on the commentary table, uh, just at a random point in time, like, he actually mentioned Rey Mysterio. Now, if I was a mass wrestler, if I was, had the physical stature of Kalisto, and I wouldn't even say his name yeah, at all. Want, you don't want to be in his shadow. Not at all. No. He wants to make, he, he has to have his own, like, niche, his own character. And honestly, Kalisto had the opportunity to prove that he's something more, but he's, he hasn't done that. So, honestly, Rusev just needs to go back to being the super athlete that we all know him to be and uh, be Kalisto. 
I I think once again this is all about building up a, a monster heel. This is about Rusev. This is more about Rusev than Kalisto, because as you said, Kalisto's run has been a little lukewarm. I mean, I did believe that they gave him a ball and he maybe he might have knocked it out the park because he had some momentum when he he did the you know the Selena Del Sol spot off the ladder and then he had momentum with some good bouts with Del Rio. But again, it comes down to that. It, it, he's always going to be Rey Mysterio 2.0. He's and not, it's sad. It is. Yeah. It is. He's always, no matter what he does from this point out, because he looks like him, talks like him, wrestles similar to him, keeps making references to him, he'll always be in that underdog Rey Mysterio shadow. But I have Rusev going over decisively. I think ultimately this is setting up for Cena's return, and Cena's going to get back in the mix with Rusev. Absolutely. So Rusev. Yeah, but quick question on Kalisto. Do you think if they took the mask off Kalisto and he had a new change of character, do you think he would be able to get over um, a lot more than he is right now? Yes. Absolutely. Anything more than now. Next match on the card is the women's championship match. Natty versus, woo, Charlotte. <laughs> All what right. What Marcus? Man, honestly, um, there's, okay, Two great things can happen with this. One, this can continue establishing Charlotte as a dominant um, diva in the Divas division. I would definitely have uh, Charlotte keep the belt. Um, honestly, she's batting a thousand with or without Flair. Oh. She's always entertaining. You know, I don't mind Ric Flair being there, but Charlotte just has like a lot of charisma that she you just can't good. teach in an NXT Academy at all. That promo on Raw was terrific. It was. On her end, it yeah. was good. Absolutely. You know, she, it shows that she doesn't need a script. You can tell she's coming off very natural. But Natalia, everything seems very forced on the microphone with her. And um, right now, the, char- the character that she has right now um, with being the uh, veteran who wants to capture the belt so that she can give the fans someone to cheer for, it's not working right now. Now, here's how I would play it if I was on the creative team. And David, you can chime in on this. Um, not only would I have Charlotte beat Natalia in the submission match, but somehow she cheats. Somehow, I don't know, maybe she, when she locks in the figure four, she has like a lead pipe that the referee doesn't see and she wraps it around, I don't know, Natalia's leg and maybe that causes more pain uh, on her. Okay. And she taps out that way, right? So, she, so Charlotte wins illegally. And it's kind of ironic how Bret Hart was um, at Natalia's side um, at Payback. So why not take a page out of Bret Hart's book by having Natalia just have a meltdown moment and freak out that she lost. Like, I mean, she starts grabbing a microphone and cuss and starts swearing. Um, she starts cursing out officials. She breaks kayfabe. Yeah, that's right. She breaks kayfabe, calls Charlotte by her real name, um, says how when she first met her, maybe just get personal and maybe officials come down to the rim. Maybe she, gives, she kicks the official in the place where it hurts. Let's just put it that way. Um, and just, just have her just be bitter and, but have her show her frustrations that she really has that she might have in real life. So I think there's a character, um, brewing with Natalia and I would have her just go off the cuff and, um, just go all out. So a heel turn. A heel turn. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I, I would buy into that more than what, again, she's similar to Kalisto. I'd buy into anything over what she's currently doing. But we've talked about this before. Natalia, her issue is, besides being a heart, besides 
being a good technical performer. There's nothing else to invest in her. What is she? She's she's the cat lady prude yeah. we know on Total Divas. <laughs> and then in the WWE, she's she's just dry, you know? Just a wrestler. So perhaps yeah. that, that would give her more personality. She needs something to show more to her act than she could, you know, execute wrestling moves technically well. But... Overall, I think the feud's been pretty good for a woman's feud, and I don't mean that as a knock-on woman. It's just that they're actually dedicating time. They're actually letting Charlotte shoot a little bit on the microphone. The contract signing was good because it made it gave them a big fight feel even more. I think it'll be good. It'd be a good in-ring contest, definitely, without question. But I'm curious to see what happens after. Who does Charlotte go to next? Sasha, Becky. Page, you know, there's a lot of uh, prospects. That there she can there is, right now. so I'm curious to see what happens finish. next. But I do have Charlotte going over with possibly. I, I think it's ironic because WWE keeps emphasizing the fact that Flair can't be at ringside. Yeah, I think perhaps some new ally of Charlotte's comes. Maybe someone we haven't seen, someone we don't expect. I think they're gonna help her. That would make it interesting. Yeah, a little. Somebody bit we we don't expect will probably help her because they keep emphasizing Ric Flair can't be at ringside. But who knows if Charlotte was to bring in someone from NXT or even someone, I don't know, someone that she could be affiliated with on TV or behind the scenes, like so somebody that, else, like, like so like another like Arn Anderson. To, that's that's Ric Flair's wow, good friend. Wow, he's known as a producer backstage. Wow. How creative would it be if Arn Anderson? Good old Arn back on WWE television. I love again. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. Let's say wow. Arn came in and helped her. Wow. Technically, they wouldn't be violating the stipulations because right. it was Ric Flair that was banned. So hmm. I, I would like to see something creative like that. That's very creative. Yeah. I'll add another person to her camp. That's not bad at all. Um, but also, I'm thinking about this match, and I can't remember the last time there was a submission match uh, on the, the WWE roster. For, for the, the woman, for that matter, too. Right? Yeah. yeah, so this should Been be a, a classic. Yeah, I can't wait for it. So, yeah. And you guys can continue liking us on Facebook, subscribing to us on iTunes, and subscribe. Well, subscribe to us on iTunes and following us on SoundCloud. And remember, we'll hold your attention. Thank you.